If you have your Bible this morning, turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Second Corinthians chapter 5, I'm going to read in verse 7. I know this is a short verse, but there's a lot of, a lot of meat in it. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Y'all say it with me. We walk by faith, not by sight. How many of y'all been walking by sight lately? I don't lie. We walk by faith, not by sight. Let's go to the Lord in prayer before we begin. Father, I come to you right now. I come boldly before the throne of grace, Lord, and I ask right now, above everything else, that you give me the anointing to speak as I ought to speak. Father, that the Holy Ghost would come into this place and not only touch me, Lord, that I could speak and say the things you want me to, but that you would touch the people here today to receive from your word. Lord, that you would already go before me and that you would prepare their hearts and their minds and ears to receive what you have for them. And I ask that you just bless them today. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. I want to share a little something with y'all this morning. And this is uh, a good example of what it means to walk by faith. You know, this week Caleb had to have an MRI done on his... They scanned his brain and I don't know exactly what they thought they were going to find, but needless to say, they didn't find anything. And I want y'all to know that before we went, obviously we prayed for him here, but I had been praying all week. You know, the Word says that the fervent, effectual prayer of a righteous man availeth much. I've been praying all week, and you know what the devil tried to do? The devil tried to put fear in me. Many times. I mean, there was one night I couldn't hardly go to sleep because I was thinking on what could happen. You see, circumstances dictate things to you, and if you're walking by sight, you don't have hope. Because all you have to go by is what you see. See, I serve a God that's greater than what I see. And every time the devil would try to put fear in my heart, I would say, no devil, I know who I serve, I know who he belongs to, and most of all, I know he's in control of this situation and you. So leave me alone. That doesn't stop him from coming back. The Word says resist the devil and he'll flee. It didn't say he won't come back again. And he keeps coming back. But you know, when you're walking by faith, I'm going to explain something to you about faith. You see, over in, I read you one verse, but over in Hebrews chapter 11, it, t- it tells you what faith is. Hebrews 11 and 1 says that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And what does that mean? That's big fancy words, ain't it? See, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's what hope is made of. See, without faith, you don't have hope. You have to believe in something in order for you to hope for it, right? You're not going to hope for something you don't believe in. Hope is gone. 
when there's no faith. Faith is the substance that hope is made of. See, that puts it where anybody can understand it. Anybody can understand it. And when you begin to place faith in God... See, I want to tell you today about walking by faith. Walking by faith means that you're going to believe in something even though everything else tells you otherwise. Even though all the evidence points to the contrary, you're still going to believe. That's what faith is. Have y'all ever prayed for somebody that, that seemed like there was no hope? And you prayed for them and you said, well, I hope God hope God. I just hope God touches them. Man, that sounds awful weak, don't it? Seems awful weak. There ain't much strength there. I hope God does something. I don't know. I hope God does something, but what you're really saying is, but things look like they're going a different way. See, that's not faith. I don't want somebody to pray for me praying like that. That's not faith. The Word says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. It didn't say you might have a chance. It said it's impossible. Why? We don't see God. We may see evidence that He's working in our life. We may see things that He's done for us, but we don't see God. So listen, I define faith for you. It says it's the evidence of things not seen. We don't see God without faith. You can't believe in God. You may say, well, I believe that that there is a God. But I'm going to tell you right now, in your heart of hearts, today you look at yourself and you tell yourself, if I don't have faith, I'm not believing in God. I don't care what you call yourself. I don't care if you call yourself a Christian. I'm telling you today, if you can't believe for the healing of somebody, you don't have faith. Listen, I I read this Bible and I see all kinds of things that Jesus did, but I never see a place where it said, okay, that's not going to happen anymore. In fact, He told us the contrary. He told us greater things than these shall you do. Now, how is it that in in today's world we call ourselves a Christian and try to walk by sight? Those don't match up, do they? They don't line up. Because see, it takes a certain amount of faith to believe who Jesus was. It takes a certain amount of faith to believe what Jesus did for you in the way that He made for you. So where does that faith go? You believe in Him the one time, but He ain't good enough to heal your sickness. He ain't good enough to touch you and provide for you and work in your life. He ain't good enough for all of that, but He's good enough to save you from hell. Now how does that justify anything in your mind? How can you reconcile those two things? You can't. Because you're living in a situation in your life where you've blinded yourself to the truth. I want you all to understand today that faith is the only thing that keeps you in a right relationship with God. Now see, does the Word tell you that? Well, 
It just said you, it's impossible to please Him without it. Man, the thing I want most in my life is to be pleasing to God. I want God to say, oh yeah, you're doing something right. Good job. Good job. That's what I want to hear from Him. I want to feel and know that God is pleased with what I've done. I can't do that without faith. Without believing that He's going to work and move. And you see, as I prayed for Caleb, he don't even know the times I prayed for him. He don't even know what God has done for him. And I'm going to tell you all right now, I had to repent last night. Because after all this come about and, and the results come back normal, do you know I missed I don't know how many opportunities to give God the praise? When people ask me about it at work, well, how did the test come out? Everything come back good. And that's all I said. And you know, I didn't realize it till last night and I just had to fall on my knees and, and beg His forgiveness. Because, you see, I didn't give Him the proper thanks. You see, the world would say, well, there wasn't nothing wrong to start with. But I'm going to tell you all right now, I can't take the chance of missing out on an opportunity to say that, yeah, everything come out good, but there's a reason why. You see, I have faith in somebody greater than any doctor. I have faith in, in something that's greater than what my circumstances tell me. You see, circumstances will lie to your face. Circumstances will tell you there is no reason to believe in anything. It's too late. But faith says there's something you don't see. Faith says there's something greater than these circumstances. Faith says there's something greater than any kind of illness, any kind of ailment. See, there's all kinds of diseases and things that condemn us to death. But there's something greater that restores life. And I want you all to know today, y'all may think I'm crazy, I don't care. You may think that I'm out on a limb, and I might be, but I'm telling you it's a limb of faith I'm stepping out on, and I'm believing right now that healing is, is at your fingertips waiting. You want healing? It's there. This world today will tell you that that stuff happened many thousands of years ago. I'm telling y'all, that's not the God we serve. Let me read another scripture to y'all. James chapter 1, verse 17. <clears throat> James 1 and 17. It says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Cometh down from the Father of lights, Pay attention. With whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Now I looked up the word variableness. And actually what I did is I went to my concordance and you know they, they show you what the original, I don't know if it's Greek or Hebrew, it doesn't tell you, but it shows you what the original word is and then what the meaning is. And do you know another word for variableness? Fickle. You know what fickle means? See, I have to look this up. I have to know. I can't just assume I know. Fickle is wavering, inconstant, unstable, of a changeable mind. Does that sound like God? 
irresolute, not firm in opinion or purpose. That's not the God I serve. I don't know about y'all, that's not the God I serve. My God is not fickle. Now, if that's the case, let's just let's step back for a second and assume that this Scripture did not exist. And you look at what happened recorded in the Scriptures, and you see the things that transpired. Now, common sense would tell you that if those things couldn't still happen today, it would have to be because God changed His mind. Right? Okay. Now back into reality where this Scripture does exist, what does that tell you? It tells you that God doesn't change. It tells you that God, when He sets something in as an ordinance, He establishes something, it's there. It doesn't change. You see, with God, nothing changes. With God, everything is the same. Today, yesterday, and tomorrow is what the Word says. So, see, this is a reason. What I'm trying to tell you today is there is a reason to have faith in God. There is a reason to believe for the unbelievable to the world. There is a reason to step a little beyond what the world would tell you is the limitations of man and begin to see into another realm, a spiritual realm where warfare goes on all the time. Oh, listen, the Word says that we do not battle with flesh and blood. Oh, what? We don't battle with flesh and blood. I want y'all to know I was in spiritual warfare this week with principalities and powers. Wickedness in high places. Listen, you're going to get into a fight. You better know who you believe in. You better know what His capabilities are. You better know where His strengths lie. You see, the God I serve, His strength is immeasurable. His love is immeasurable. You can't put a, a limit on His wealth, His knowledge, His wisdom. You can't, any way you try to define Him, you're going to contain it. That's the kind of God we serve. Now, when you start to walk in faith, you see, things start changing. Your outlook on things has to change. It has to. Because, see, doctors are going to come to you. And they're going to tell you, well, listen, this is what we found. And there's not nothing anybody can do. Doctors are going to come to you and they're going to tell you, there, there's no hope. But see, my hope is not placed in doctors. I want y'all to understand something about doctors. Doctors are men. They have to go to school and be taught. But see, the God I serve, nobody could teach him anything. See that? Who would you rather believe? Would you believe somebody that had to be taught what they're telling you? Or are you going to believe somebody that is the source of all knowledge and wisdom? You see, you got your priorities wrong if you're listening to the doctor. If you're listening to the doctor and believing what he's telling you and giving up all your hope, you got your priorities wrong. I'm trying to strengthen you today. I'm trying to encourage you and let you know that walking by faith 
is what Christians ought to be doing. Not walk in my sight. Don't worry about what your circumstances are. Don't worry about how poor you are. Don't worry about what the doctor says. Don't worry about when they try to come and take your house or your car. Listen, you serve somebody greater than the repo man. You serve somebody greater than the doctors that got their degree in eight or ten, eight or ten years. Walking by faith will prove to you that you don't have to listen to what man says. You're not limited by those limitations. I don't think y'all understand. Man. How else can I say it? You see, what I prayed last night, there's somebody here today that's lacking in faith. And it's because you ain't ever seen God do anything. Or maybe it's been so long you forgot. See, that word says that we walk by faith, not by sight. But I want you all to know something. The word also says that when you hear the word, your faith is increased. When you hear the word, your faith is increased. And what I prayed last night is that whoever this person is, it may be several of you, I don't know. But what I do know is that I prayed that God would, would instill a little bit of faith in you. That He lets you just see a glimmer. See? Now listen. Listen. See, the true blessing comes from believing without seeing. See, it, it's no great thing to believe after you've seen. But what I prayed was that God would let you just see a little bit. Just enough to get a little faith started. You see, once you get a little bit of faith, once you got just a little seed of faith, something can start to happen. But sometimes we get so beat down. Sometimes we just get run under the bus, so to speak. And we don't have any hope. We lose all hope. Sometimes you're at the end of your ropes and you say, God, I've been praying and I ain't seen nothing happen. Sometimes you need God to just give you a little morsel, a little something, and all of a sudden, faith springs back to life. You see, all it takes is a little watering. All it takes is a little feeding, and that faith will come back. That faith will come back. Y'all want you to understand today, you may call yourself a Christian, and you very well may be, but I want you to know, you're not being a very effective Christian walking by sight. Anybody, listen, the people of the world out there can walk by sight. Somebody that don't know nothing about God can walk by sight. It don't take a, a genius to see what's going on and follow that. But what it does take is for a Christian to walk by faith is to get a little boldness. Remember who God is and how He's in control. And you may have forgot how strong God is. You may have been living a long time in a place and not realizing, oh yeah, this is the God that heals. This is the God that breaks bondage. This is the God that restores. Wait a minute, what? Restores, I said. 
You take something broken and put it back together, but God fixes it and makes it right. You see, God restores. Is it wrong of me to believe for silly things like that? Is it wrong for me to believe for healing for somebody that the world says don't have any hope and it's just a matter of time? You know, I know not everybody is healed in this world anyway. I'm not stupid. I see what happens. And I can't explain why not everybody is healed. But you know what I do know? I know what this Word says. This Word says what? By faith, not by sight. And I talked to you last week, I believe, and I told you the Scripture that says, ask anything in my name, and what? I will do it. I will do it. That's something to believe in. That's a place to put your faith. You see, if somebody tells me something like that, I usually want to kind of question them a little bit. But see, this is coming from God. This isn't coming from a man. This is coming from God. You can go find the Scripture and read it yourself. I didn't add anything to it. I didn't change. That's what it says. I will do it. 